Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. It's a new year and um, we're trying to do things a little bit differently this year. Um, I will try to be posting as, you know, every morning. I'm just trying out a whole new sort of stuff. But anyways, I commit that we will try this year to ensure that the podcast comes out at least every morning and you are able to access um, the recording very early in the morning and you can listen on your way to work or whatever that's if you're well really depending on wherever you 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 live um, um, yeah so I'll be trying to record before 8 a.m. on uh, 8 a.m. every um, every morning Nigerian time so that um, yeah it's it's uploaded by that time and then you can then listen so we're in a new year. This is the second day of January and, um, you know, the, the year is starting. I'm going through that whole reflective mode. What are we going to do differently this year? I think for me, 2022 is segueing into 2023. I don't think it's a hard break. Um, I'm just, we're just going to be consolidating on some of the things that we had already learned last year. You know, it's just a continuum. Um, I am taking the opportunity to look at my entire life all over again and look at what I need to do. But a lot of the things is some, somehow like we've been working a plan. And I mean, we, me and the Lord, we've been working a plan that we know is a long term plan. So it's not, you know, this is just like, OK, so we have it's almost like when you're building a house and you have a project plan and then you know that, OK, it's going to take it's going to you can't finish the house this year. Um, so it's not like you're going to start a new house. The next year, still the same old house, but then you're now going to be working on different aspects of the building. And then there's certain parts of the job that you did in 2022, you don't have to do it again. You're just going to be building on that. So that's really what I sense that my year 2023 is going to be about. The foundation has been laid for a lot of the things that I'm going to be working on. And um, both in terms of my personal life, my professional life, spiritual life, ministry life, um, the foundation is being laid in some areas and some areas the foundation is already laid and it's just to start building so it's just a continuation and I'm grateful to God for that I am very grateful for the phase of life that I am currently in because I feel now more than I have ever been before in my life I feel like I'm really walking with the Lord and I'm doing the things that are pleasing in his sight like intentionally doing so for many years, I couldn't say that. I think I was going through the motions. I was doing what I was being asked to do. I was active in church and doing things, but I wasn't fulfilling the call of God of my life. And I wasn't, I, was, I, I just wasn't, you know, play, using my gifts in the way that, or the gifts, that, the gifts of the Spirit in the way that the Lord wanted me to. So there was a deep sense of dissatisfaction in me. And I didn't know why it was there because looking at me on the outside I was doing all the right things but until I went through a you know really life-changing experience in the last two years which was a very very challenging moment and period for me and the crisis that you know came as a result of going through that took me back to the basics with God and this podcast records that journey a lot so if you go back to episodes from 2020 june 2020 you can sense the kind of turmoil that was going on in my life at that time but you know um, his grace abounds in deepest waters like this song by maverick city says um in song promises so his grace was 
his strength was made perfect in my weakness you know his grace was very abundant upon me at that time and so his word kept coming forth and the lord started teaching me about his word teaching me about his spirit about everything and it just you know he just took me through that process that that period walked us out of that trial brought us to a place of victory where we are right now it's still a daze to me that i ended the year without the the prayer point that had been that had been like the news over my neck for the past two years it's it's you know as in i crossed we i crossed over into 2023 without having an urgent prayer point before the lord it's it's a it's a big testimony for me it's a big testimony i can't even quantify it because how god turned everything around to where i'm at now is is still a i'm i'm just amazed i don't even know what to say because a problem that was affecting my life my every sleeping and waking moment the Lord took it away. He took it away. And I think for as long as there is breath in my body, I will continue to give this testimony because it is worth mentioning. He did something that only him could do. Only him could have done it. And when it was an urgent situation, we needed his intervention. But you know, Whenever I tell people the story, they are like, oh, I thank God that, you know, we are grateful that God has taken you through. But for me, why, I and, I'm, and, and I, even though I received that, but the, the, the issue is that whether God took it away or not, I will still have had to worship him. I will still have ser- continued to serve him. I will still have continued to love him because I had reali- I'd come to the place to realize that my problems do not define me. Neither do they define God. Neither do they define my relationship with God. But I'm just grateful that even though he did not owe it to me to take away that situation or to heal that situation or to provide that deliverance. And even though he knew that I am still duty bound to continue to serve him regardless, because beyond that problem, as bad as it was, it was, it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of my world. It's not the end of everything. And he's bigger and greater than even that problem, as horrible as it was. And I cannot now, because of that situation, then that, that would then change the way I look at God, the God that has helped me, the God that has saved me, the God that continues to be my strength and my hope. You know? So I had almost mentally reconciled myself to a situation whereby, even if nothing changed, well, all I will ask of you, Lord, is strength and the grace to take me through. But the, the Lord showed up. He showed up. He showed up in such a big way. He showed up and he did it in a way that it's impossible for anybody to take the glory. Even medical science cannot take the glory because nobody can explain what happened. In the twinkle of an eye, a physical situation, condition was removed. As a notice, it's almost like you put a, a, um, there's a, there's, um, a, a, a stain on a white shirt and you you saw it the stain you've tried everything to get the stain off you couldn't get it off and then one day you went you prayed a prayer and then 
the, you know, God said, okay, don't worry, I'll take care of the stain. And then without you doing anything physical, the stain disappears. And you, you, are look, you, you have the shirt, you are looking for that stain. You are, you are looking for it. The stain that was so obvious before that it was impossible for you to wear the shirt without anybody seeing the stain. It was, it was impossible. You, not, you are looking, you are not wondering. But you know that you were not dreaming because this condition was there for years. And that's why that scripture that says when God turned the captivity of Israel, we were like them that dream. There's the kind of miracle that God does in your life that is, is, is like a dream. The only thing is that you know that you are awake because that condition was, was you know, a present, as in it was, it, it was so present in your life. It defined your life. There are probably even vestiges, things around you. Like if it, is, if it was sickness, there is still medication around you that would make you realize that, yes, this was really your real life. The way your house is, there's so many things that will remind you that, yes, this was my life. But God will take it away in such a way that it becomes just a memory. He's a good God. He's just a good God. So I, I want to just appreciate him afresh. I love him so much because he loves me. He has always shown up for me. He has had my back in a way that no other person ever has. And I don't think anybody can have my back the way God has my back. He's currently the closest person to me because... I have gone through so many situations where I have been unfortunately, regrettably betrayed by the people that I have trusted the most. So now I've come to the conclusion that just like Jesus himself said, there's no point in my committing myself to human beings because they are just, at least that's what I have found in my life. They are limited and they are, you know, well, we are limited. Let me put it that way. Because I'm also a human being. Perhaps I've also let people down. I know I have never intentionally betrayed people. It's, I don't think so. But it's possible that I may have done things that people consider to be betrayals. It has never been intentional. But I have seen people intentionally, willfully. I've experienced betrayal. Betrayal that even when you are accused or you have the opportunity to, to own up, you continue to hide. You know what I'm saying? Because in my case, if you... If I unknowingly betrayed you and you begin to behave funny and I, you know, I, I would naturally want to inquire, have I done anything wrong? Then there's the opportunity to have the conversation. But you see people who, when they are found out, they then want to hide. You understand? As in, they, they do not want their deeds to come to light. So it's very clear. The motivations were, were so evil. As in, they're just evil. So it has made me realize that at the end of the days, it's, it's only God. In God, I trust. And he has never failed me. He, he may not always have handled things as fast as I would want him to handle them. He may not always have responded in the way I would have liked, but he has never failed me. He's never let, he hung me out to dry. He has never backstabbed me either. Never. Rather, he has covered for me. He has upheld me. He has protected me. He has defended me. He has shielded me from unimaginable evil. I trusted 
people I should never have trusted. I confided in people who were actively invested in working against me. Even people that you would, nobody would expect. But in the midst of that, God protected me. So even without my knowing, in fact, I've experienced the kind of betrayal that Joseph, I mean, in, in significant, I would say, and as an analogy, of course, nobody has buried me in a pit. But I mean, you know, that kind of betrayal from people that you would think that, I mean, we are blood. Why would you do this to me? So I've come to realize that it is what it is. This is the world that we find ourselves. After all, Cain and Abel were brothers, and we saw what happened. Jacob and Esau, they were brothers. We saw what happened there. Joseph and his brothers, in fact, in almost all the Bible stories, there was betrayal. See what David went through with Absalom, his own son. But for every Absalom, there is a Jonathan. We thank God for the Jonathans of this world. So I've, I'm beginning to find out that I'm building my own tribe, and I'm not building it. I'm building it based on the blood of Jesus and not any other blood, and not the blood of man. And um, so that's a bit, you know, so I just want to, I just appreciate God in my life. And I, I didn't mean to talk about this this morning. And it's funny because I was telling the Holy Spirit, I was saying, you know, I need inspiration. I don't need, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And it was like, why are you asking for inspiration? You know, once you, you open that, you start recording inspiration will come don't worry about inspiration just you know so i so i still opened up some scriptures thinking i was going to talk about them but i then just pressed the button and we started recording and see where we're, we're going this was not intended but this is i guess is what the lord wanted us to do so i'm grateful to the lord and i think maybe this month of january should be a month of thanksgiving because i have been in shock since february last year when god did the miracle and, you know, because when it happens, you're like, okay, let's see, how is it going to go? You know, you're not really, you know, you, you're just watching because you can't even explain what has happened. The only explanation is that God has shown up. The light of God has shined, it has driven away the darkness. The darkness can no longer stay because light has come. So I'm beginning to realize that in all of the dark areas of our lives, the only thing that we need to do is to bring God in. And the process of bringing God in may not, you know, it, 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 it's only God that knows. We can't tell when we have, we, I, I, like for instance, I wasn't able to tell when I had enough light. But depending on the level of darkness, you know, you have to have enough light to drive away the darkness. For instance, if it's a big room, I mean, we all know about that. If you have a lamp, you know, sometimes like, for instance, I'm in a room now that is poorly lit. So, um, but I, I, I wanted it that way because I didn't want a very harsh light. But if I wanted it to be really, really, really illuminated, and it's a small room anyways, I'll probably have much brighter light than I have. But imagine if it's very, very dark and, you know, I really need to do a lot of work to see everything going on in the room. I need to drive out any vest, every vestige of darkness. I don't want any shadows in the room. Then I need a much, I need, I really need light. So, the situation that we were faced with then was very dark. Very, very dark. So, we needed a lot of light. So, it, I, I think, me, reflecting back, I think now that it, it that probably, I, I mean, I don't know. So, take everything I'm saying with a pinch of salt. I'm just trying to make sense of what happened. So, I think it took a while before 
we were able to illuminate enough light to drive out the darkness. And a lot of it had to do with bringing in the word of God into, into the lives of all those that were impacted. And it took time because the darkness had taken roots, you know, in our minds, particularly in our emotions. So it, it did take time. But as we began to introduce the word of God, the Bible says the entrance of the word gives light and brings understanding to the people that need it. As the entrance, as the word of God started entering into our life, into, into, the, into those of us that were impacted by this situation and condition, it started coming in. It started doing what it knows how to do. It, was, it started bringing down strongholds in our mind, arresting situations, driving away fear, you know, illuminating, chasing out the shadows. And in the fullness of time, the light was enough. And it does the final push, vroom the last enemy was driven out. Driven out in such a way that <laughs> there has been no space to come back. I give God the glory. I wish, honestly, the fact that we don't see what happens in the spiritual realm, in a way, is an advantage, but I also wonder, it's also a big disadvantage because we only see the physical manifestation but just sometimes the physical manifestation is so mind-blowing that only you can just imagine what must have happened behind the scenes so it became clear to us that what we had been dealing with all these years was spiritual it wasn't just a physical condition it was a spiritual situation that had you know manifested itself physically which is why when we had used medication, it was only able to soften the impact. In fact, sometimes it was almost negligible, but we continued anyways. But immediately we brought God in. Not only that, it wasn't even a healing, it was a deliverance. God just drove the source of the problem away. And that's all of a sudden, the physical symptoms, everything just left. I've never experienced, I've never seen anything like that in my life. I know of progressive healing. I have read in the Bible of um, instantaneous healing. I have, not for, for the kind of condition I'm talking about, I have, I, I have never seen such a thing before. And it happened in my life. I mean, you know, it happened in my home. I saw it. I tasted it. And I know that it was God because the word of God had come forth before then that he was going to do it. So I'm sharing this because you may be on this podcast for the first time. And maybe God just wants you to hear this. But everything that we talk about here is real. When I talk about the impact that the Bible has had in my life, that Jesus has had in my life, that God has had in my life through faith in his son Jesus, it's not a fairy tale. It is my life. And I cannot but speak of the things that I have seen, I have heard, I've experienced. It's not, I mean, woe is me. It would be horrible, terrible, punishable if I do not testify of what the Lord has done in my life. So I will leave it at that. Um, I have no idea what I'm going to title this, but you see a title. You should have, I mean, by the time I upload, so you probably know. 
I just want to thank God and um, I I pray that he will glorify himself and that, you know, what has happened in my life and in my family and in my household, that the Lord will use it to glorify his name, to magnify his name, to exalt his name in the lives of others and that, you know, many others will be blessed through this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you.